Jack LaLanne once said, Exercise is king, nutrition is queen. Put them together, and you've got a kingdom. Get ready to have it all. This is the All for One Podcast. You're about to get honest, accurate information about training and nutrition to not only achieve your goals, but to go beyond. Go beyond. Everything you need to make it to the kingdom. This is the All for One Podcast. And now your host, personal trainer and nutrition coach, Aaron Armstrong. This is a warning getting to the podcast that I've been getting way too many questions in the new group that I've been forming. So this may be a very long podcast. Sit down, grab some popcorn and get ready because here we go. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's probably not going to be that long, but I just wanted to do something a little bit more dramatic to start us off today. Welcome back everyone to the All For One podcast here. My name is Aaron Armstrong. I'm a personal trainer here at Good Life in Australia. I run this podcast to help you guys uh, get a better understanding of training and nutrition and also to make your training more effective uh, and explain things in a very simple way that you can absorb almost instantaneously and apply to your training and nutrition straight away. Catching up with what I've been doing this week, I've just been smashing out work. It's been really, really good. We finally got a break from this rain. Uh, There's been a lot going on with, with that. My parents finally made it back after being stranded up north for an extra three or four days than they were meant to be, Uh, but they are now back safe and sound, and the rain has picked up again today, which has been very interesting. But yeah, work-wise, everything is going really good. Been smashing it all out. Um, Nothing really too crazy. Actually, that's a fucking lie. I signed up to a powerlifting gym yesterday, and I'm going to start getting coached by uh, a powerlifting coach, which is going to be really fun. What is even crazier, and what what made me really motivated to get in straight away and sign up on the day was that he i set a new pr on in 30 minutes of just going in for a technique session my it was on my bench press my original was 115 for one and after being with him for like two minutes checking out my technique he showed me a few different things everything felt super fucking light and super fucking tight and um yeah so i smashed out my new pr i did 117.5 my old was 115 so i was like sign me the fuck up now i'm ready to go uh, that's gonna be very exciting next week i am getting my teeth pulled so that will be fun uh, my wisdom teeth uh disrupting my normal teeth so i need to get rid of them asap which will be fun uh, but yeah, the powerlifting thing is definitely the most exciting thing that is happening. They, I want to start competing and doing some comps this year to be really fun. Uh, the gym that I'm now at does power. Li- it's doing a, like a mock meet in April sometime. And I'm going to be very excited to... I might apply for that and sign up and give it a go just to feel the atmosphere, go in there, give it a go, set some new PRs and stuff and see how much, how far I can get in about... Might be an eight, eight week, six week period. It'd be really, really fun. Uh, but yeah, anyway, getting into today's Q&A session. Uh, like I said at the beginning, I have actually been getting a lot of different questions online from people, which has been very, very exciting. I cannot wait to get into it now, which is going to be how to lose fat, not weight. Uh, tips for front squats, elbow pain, experiencing when performing this movement, how to breathe during a workout, what are my maxes, uh, how to tighten stretch skin after losing a ton of weight. Uh, and we'll be going straight into these right now. So the first one, how to lose fat, not weight. Uh, what, do you, what do you exactly mean by this? Like you're trying to stay at the same weight that you are now. You, you just don't want to be losing muscle mass. I completely understand. This is what I would recommend you doing. Primarily putting a focus of your training through resistance style training. And obviously the very most important thing that goes in hand with this is going to be good nutrition, 
uh, keeping up with your protein daily intake in order for you to maintain the muscle mass that you have and build it you need to be hitting your daily protein target uh, to ensure that you will be only losing body fat and will be maintaining and building that muscle along the way a really good example of this is one of my guys that i just did a check-in with yesterday he's actually hovering around the same weight or maybe he jumped up just a little bit recently but he's Photos and measurements have been getting bigger. He's been looking a lot stronger, looking a lot leaner in his photos, which has been really cool. Um, we've been making amazing progress, especially in the strength department over the last eight weeks that we that we had trained together. And yeah, so it's going to be very exciting. It's very exciting. It's kind of what I'm assuming you're looking for as well is going to be losing the body fat, but keeping the muscle on. Um, so yeah, making sure that you are getting adequate protein, that you are doing re resistance training, which is promoting that uh, muscle building sort of signal, not that weight loss signal that cardio performs for you. And yeah, I guess keeping up with your general steps every day is going to be the number one way in order for you to keep on top of your, your weight, to maintain that weight and not lose it. The next one is going to be tips for front squats. So this person has uh, elbow ache when performing this movement. This is usually due to a couple of factors of A, the positioning of the bar, or B, most commonly, the their shoulder mobility, their ability to get their elbows under and drive those elbows up. Uh, what I would recommend you first trying is just a general warm-up, trying to do movements through your shoulders to get the mo increased mobility or more range in that front rack position. So what you can do is grab a dowel or just a broomstick of some sort and do some shoulder mobility movements called shoulder dislocates. You can also, what would be very, very handy is doing some internal and external rotations of the shoulder as well before you get into this movement. And also starting with the bar, just taking everything nice and slow, looking for that stretch in those initial warmups. Doing this for probably for about five to 10 minutes before training and going in. But what happens if you still do these things and you're uh, still feeling pain through your elbows? Well, this is what we can do next. We can do lifting straps, which attach onto the bar, which you can just grip, which will compensate for that uh, mobility that you are lacking in order to maintain that front rack position. Or you can do a cross arm stance. Basically, it's like where you put uh, your hands on opposite shoulders and it, and uh, yeah, it gets into this kind of like Frankenstein looking stance, but where your arms are on your shoulders and the bar rests across the same spot, except the only difference is you're not grabbing onto the bar in a front rack position. You're grabbing over the top of the bar with your hands. Uh, what I really like this stance, but obviously the heavier you go up, the, I feel like it's going to be a, a lot more beneficial to get into a proper front rack position, but give this a go for now, especially if you are trying to build and on this movement and get stronger, etc., etc. But hopefully that answers the question pretty well because that is what I would recommend you do. Coming into how to breathe during a workout. This is a very, very good question because not a lot of people pay close attention to this and it'll instantly make you stronger if you're doing it correctly. And it'll make you weaker and more susceptible to injury if you're doing it incorrectly. Well, this is the easiest way that I love to explain this. It is how to breathe during a workout. So during your set, what I want you to do is hold your breath until the rep is complete. What does this mean? Uh, well, you want to be maintaining that internal tension throughout the entirety of the repetition to ensure that you have the most stability uh, as possible to support uh, the spine, support everything that you were trying to do. Because the more stability you have, the more power you can drive, the stronger you will be. And the, the less risk of injury that will occur as well. Uh, so what I personally do is I will take a nice deep breath in. 
hold that breath, making sure that that pressure is keeping through my kind of diaphragm and through my stomach, not in my head because you will pass out. Please do not do that. Uh, and I will hold this breath for every for about two to four reps. It's very dependent on the person. Uh, sometimes when you get through the through your sets, you need to take more frequent breaths, and that's totally normal. Uh, but it will vary person to person. But this is what you should be doing. Uh, what you don't want to be doing is you do not want to be the person who is breathing in through the hardest part of the movement and then breathing out during the easiest part. Uh, like I said, it'll create tons of instability through your movement, making it you extremely inefficient at getting that lift from point A to point B. And you will find yourself not being as strong, uh, not being able to push as hard and not progressing as far as well because the body's going to be like, hey, we're not going to let you generate as much force as you can until you take that breath and you fucking hold that shit. What I will do is if you find this explanation kind of insufficient or you want need more information, feel free to message me and I'll send you a video on how to brace, how to breathe and what to look for. But yeah, it does definitely helps with maintaining tension, engagement, stability, and safety throughout your repetition. So if you're not doing this already, you should definitely look to get on top of it. Now, what are my maxes? So, well, at the moment, my deadlift max of all time is a 200 kilo sumo deadlift and then a 190 kilo conventional deadlift. Now, which is sumo real deadlifting? Uh, is sumo, <laughs> does sumo deadlifts count? No. Yes, it does. Go and fuck yourself if you think otherwise. Um, I am apparently more suited for sumo according to my strength coach, which I signed up to yesterday because I have great mobility through the hips and my setup apparently looked awesome, uh, which I'm going to be very excited to push beyond 200 kilos this year, which I'll be excited just when I get back up to it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the reason the main reason I went with the coach as well is just because my programming was very inconsistent. I wasn't really following anything in particular. And I was too lazy to write my own one, but if I'm paying someone to do it and if I can get more out of it, it's going to be even better uh, for me to do so with that, with the coach, which is why I started. Uh, my bench press, which I set a new PR yesterday, is 117.5 kilos. My old PR was 115, which I hadn't beaten for months and months and months. And that was the easiest 117.5 I've ever done in my life. I feel like I had more in the tank, but that will be for later. Uh, and then for my squat is 180 kilos. Uh, the most recent I've done on that has gone up to 160, which felt, honestly, it felt okay. It felt pretty, it felt like 180, uh, just because I haven't been doing strength for a long time. As you guys would know, if you've been following along, I had been doing more bodybuilding for the last four or five months, uh, just due to concerns to do with my joints and everything like that. But those are my maxes. Now let's talk about what I wish my maxes will be at the end of this year. I want a 130 kilo bench, I want a 230-240 kilo deadlift, and I would love just a 200 kilo squat. That is my goal, that is my dream for the end of this year, and to do a few competitions, maybe one or two throughout the year as well, which would be really, really cool. But I'm just going to be following with what, what my coach has been doing, or what my coach wants me to do, and just trust the process. But I'm super excited, super pumped up to get into it. I love talking about myself. Thank you for that question. Anyway, so how to tighten stretch skin after losing a lot of weight. This generally comes from people who are very have a lot of excess body fat on them, uh, that they are very overweight or obese, and that they uh, go into some sort of diet or they do cardio, which makes them lose weight very, very fast. And they find themselves having this saggy, stretchy skin. Uh, what you can do for this is, A, just be very patient, like, 
the size that you were before i'm sure you were that way for a very long period of time so your stretch was i'm sorry your skin was used to being that fast stretched and it just needs time and it can take years to fully come down to where you will be satisfied with it but like i said it just takes time for it to tighten back up again but the alternative which i recommend to people is is fill that space with muscle mass so yes, you lost that weight and now what you want to be doing is you want to be building the amount of muscle mass that you have on your body and what you will find if you do so as well is the scale might not change too much or you may go up just a tiny bit depending on how much muscle you put on. Uh, don't be scared, just pay attention to biofeedback from like a bioscan or some sort of skin fold test and yeah, just focus on building that muscle up which what you will find is uh, the definition will go up, the skin will be less sagging and more tighter when you put muscle in there instead of fat. And who wouldn't be happy with filling the space with muscle versus refilling the space with body fat, which if you build it with muscle, it's going to be easy to keep that body fat off in the long run as well. And once you get fitter, faster and stronger, you're going to be way more motivated to keep training in that medium to long term. But yeah, that was my Friday Q&A. Thank you everyone for the questions. I hope you found that useful. I started a Facebook group. If you would love to be a part of that, please message me on Instagram at all4pt or if you have me on Facebook, send me a message and ask for me to invite you onto that. I give information daily. You guys have free access to me as if I was your PT already. Uh, you feel free to ask questions, all that sort of things. I will be doing putting information on there for you to increase your training and nutrition. Uh, let me know if, if you guys have any other questions. I'll talk to you guys next week. Have an amazing weekend. Goodbye. You've been listening to the All for One podcast. It's Aaron's passion to give you honest, accurate information. When it comes to training and nutrition, we want you to achieve your goals. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review it. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram at all for one underscore PT. For questions, comments, or suggestions, send an email to all for one PT at gmail.com and find us on Facebook at All For One PT. We'll leave you with a quote from Gabe Grunwald. It's okay to struggle, but it's not okay to give up on yourself or your dreams.